2: It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. I'm Amanda Dixon. uh, Tim has the day off. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report is a developing one. One person is dead and others injured after a house explodes in northern Utah. We begin our live team coverage with Hugo Rickard-Bell live on the scene in Cache County. Hugo?
3: Amanda, the scene in front of me is pretty catastrophic to say the least. There are piles of debris everywhere. There's still that sour smell of burnt wood in the air. And as I've been walking around, as we've been getting a little bit more light as the sun's risen, I've found what I can only assume are pieces of house, you know, in the snow that have landed tens of feet away. All we know right now is the two individuals taken to hospital last night after the blast are in critical condition. One of them was found outside on the ground some feet away from the blast site. After the initial scene investigation, it was discovered that a third individual was found dead on the scene. It's not confirmed who that is yet. One thing, though, Amanda, that needs to be taken into account is this is a small rural community. The destroyed home is on a really quiet country road. So far, the only traffic has been a lone school bus and a few people heading to work. The I can only imagine that what's happened here is is going to be really jarring for those in the area, as I said it's not confirmed who has been uh, who was found deceased on the scene, uh, but as we find out more, I will update you. there is supposed to be an officer arriving at the scene who will talk to a press around nine o 'clock, uh, so stay tuned for that. But for now, reporting live from the scene, I'm Hugo Ricard-Bell for KSL News Radio.
2: Thank you, Hugo. KSL TV's Andrew Adams also spent the night on the scene of the explosion talking with investigators who are tasked with finding out how this happened.
4: Investigators really aren't sure how this started. They are looking at the cause of this fire. The state fire marshal is on scene. We're told liquid propane experts are on scene. So it makes you wonder if Propane was somehow involved in this, but they're trying to get to the bottom of that.
2: We'll continue to update this story as soon as new information becomes available the so weather with Matt Johnson. Chances are you can feel and hear the wind.
0: This is a warm, mild air mass, and it is originating from just south of Hawaii. We're calling it a Pineapple Express, an atmospheric river that is moving into California, and we will get bits and pieces of it. Through the day today, snow elevation will rise up to 8,000 feet. So places like Heber Valley, the Wasatch Back, Park City, uh, even out towards Morgan Valley, and even Cache Valley could see a switchover to rain.
2: At says above 7,000 feet, this storm is is going to be dropping wet, heavy snow. We do have some power outages this morning. Rocky Mountain Power says the biggest outages are in the Salt Lake Valley, where close to 2,300 homes and businesses are currently in the dark. Those numbers have been fluctuating through the morning. The power company hopes to have the power back on in most places by 8.30. The Utah legislature passed a record number of bills in its six-week session, but spent only a few minutes on most of them. KSL News Radio's Dan Baumis has more on a professor at BYU who tracks almost everything the Utah legislature does.
1: Associate Professor Adam Brown says lawmakers spent only 10 minutes or so on most of the 575 bills that passed in this session. KSL.com reports the online database shows the House spent 65 hours on floor debate, about 10 hours less than in the last session. For the Senate, it was 66 hours. Those numbers don't count the time spent working on bills in committee. Denbaum is KSL News Radio.
2: Some members of the State Board of Education are not happy about how many education related bills were passed this session. KSL News Radio's Lindsay Ayrts continues our team coverage Eye on the Hill 2023. The board held a recap discussion of the session yesterday. 116 education related bills passed. Board member Cindy Davis said even more were filed. So, 299 bills. Bill files introduced this year that all would impact education. I mean, they all didn't pass, but over a hundred passed, and it's it's too many. Carol Lear taking issue with some of those coming from individual members of the board. Individual board members were working on maybe even initiating rule or bills that confuse legislators. The chair, Jim Moss, saying members can't act alone. He added that lawmakers are receptive to the board being involved sooner in the billmaking process. Lindsay Aritz, KSL News Radio. Our top national story this hour, a Texas man has been charged with kidnapping after police say he held a woman captive for years inside a locked trailer. Prosecutors laid out the allegations in the suspect's first court hearing. The
1: defendant had kept the complainant locked locked inside a trailer for a for years. How many years? The the Dems said four.
2: The woman inside was finally able to access a phone and call for help. Fire crews had to use power tools to cut through the security bars to finally get her out. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report. And here's Andy Farnsworth.
4: And right now, travelers on I-15, whether you're starting out near Ogden, near Salt Lake, near Provo. Uh, the freeway's been holding up really well. You'll feel the windy conditions this morning for sure, but delays haven't really followed that. Uh, and uh, in some places, the wind is kind of drying out some of the roads uh, without any additional uh, rain or snow coming down. Uh, road conditions are improving as you go from Salt Lake to Park City in both directions. Uh, and uh, no more delays through the, the over the summit. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center.
2: You could call it good news. Or bad news. The government released its monthly jobs report last hour and employers added 311,000 new jobs. Joining us live on the KSL Newsline is the editor-in-chief of Investopedia, Caleb Silver. How is it good news and bad news, Caleb?
5: Yeah, good news because there's still a lot of hiring going on. We're averaging about 343,000 jobs a month for the past six months. Remember how strong January was. February pretty strong, too. 311,000 jobs added. Unemployment rate ticking up to 3.6%. But these job gains and the continued wage increases, that's a problem for the Federal Reserve because it's another sign of inflation and the Fed is trying to cool inflation by raising interest rates. The Fed's going to raise interest rates again in about 12 days. The question is how much and will they do it again in May?
2: So is the goal to have more people be unemployed in order to bring inflation down?
5: It's not a goal, but it's, an effect, by raising interest rates, you cool down hiring and you cool down wage increases. We've seen some slackness in the labor market, but very little, and it's only in the IT sector, really, in the tech sector. But job gains continue to remain strong in leisure and hospitality. Retail trade, government, and healthcare—that's where they've been for the past year, and there's still 10.8 million jobs available out there. That's about 1.9 per available worker. So, by raising interest rates and creating more unemployment, that is a way of cooling inflation. Believe it or not, because people will pull back spending if they lose their jobs.
2: And forgive the the naivete of this question, but is there a nut? Is there another way that they can go about trying to bring inflation down other than that?
5: No, it's really the one choice or the other: high inflation or high or high interest rates. So the Fed says high inflation hurts lower-income workers the most, and they're absolutely right about that. So they have to bring inflation down, and the Fed's target is around 2%. Inflation now is around 5%. So we still have a pretty pretty big gap there, despite these record interest rate hikes over the past eight or nine months.
2: Is part of the problem consumer spending?
5: Yeah, we keep spending and we keep spending and going deeper into credit card debt, even as credit card APRs keep rising. But we're resilient and consumer spending drives 70 percent of U.S. GDP. So there's been a lot of spending, especially in services. If you've traveled lately, you know what I'm talking about. If you're trying to get a reservation at your favorite restaurant on a weekend night, you know what I'm talking about. So we're spending in that part of the economy, not in other parts like housing and new cars. We're not buying cars or houses. Why? because those interest rates are very high to make that borrow. What
2: about labor participation? Are are people getting back into the workforce yet?
5: It's it, The labor force participation rate is 62.5%. That is very average. That's kind of where it is usually. And a lot of folks are working a couple of jobs, especially at those lower-income jobs, to make ends meet. That said, the services sector, leisure, hospitality, restaurants, uh, hotels, they still need a lot of workers.
2: Does this report d- tell you that we'll see A half a percent increase? Or where do you think the Fed will take this?
5: Uh, I would have said uh, half a percent after seeing this number. And if we look at the Fed fund futures, that's what we like to look at to see where futures traders think interest rates are going. There's about a 50 percent chance we get a 50 uh, uh, half a percent hike at that next meeting. And about a 50 percent chance we get a quarter percent. So it's right in the middle there. I think more economic data will tell the tale. But that interest rate hike is coming up at the end of May.
2: Are you surprised? At the end of March. Just lastly, Caleb, are you surprised that the futures markets didn't tank after that announcement?
5: I thought the markets would tank again because they've been going down all week. But a lot of times, investors anticipate bad news by selling early, and then they buy when the news comes out. So it's sell on the rumor, buy the news. That's what it looks like, at least for today. But the stock market is opening in 20 minutes, so we'll really see what happens when that happens. We'll
2: follow it. Uh, thank you, Caleb. As always, Editor-in-Chief of Investopedia Caleb Silver with us. Talking about that monthly jobs report stronger than they thought, 311,000 new jobs added in the month of February. 709 now, traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on The Nines Brought to you by Granite Credit Union, Andy.
4: All right, now watching traffic through the Salt Lake Valley looking just fine from Draper to Salt Lake City. It's a little bit heavy on Mountain View Corridor in West Jordan right now for southbound traffic, and it's filling in on the northbound side between 35th and 21st South and West Valley. Redwood looks good. Bangor not seeing any extra slowing and in Tooele County, right now, the slowing coming off of I-80 and heading down into Grantsville. Uh, traffic running a little bit slow on SR-138. Again, that's between I-80 and Grantsville. Heather?
6: Well, roads look dry, at least I-15 does, all the way from the Brigham City turnoff if you're heading southbound I-15 into Salt Lake City. You also have dry roads and good speeds on Legacy Parkway in the west side belt if you're heading to the airport. Still no accidents reported through Weber and Davis counties, but you're going to see a bit of crowding near some of the high schools. Eric? We got a crash reported uh, northbound on the 215 East Belt right as you exit to go on the foothill drive, but this is over on the right shoulder. Shouldn't cause any uh, major kind of problems, although you might see some delays uh, from folks trying to get by there. If you're heading out through the mountains right now, it's a lot better than it was uh, when we started this morning. Uh, right now, you do have uh, normal drive times through Parley's Canyon going out to the Kimball Junction exit, but slowdown's starting to happen for uh, westbounders on Currents Boulevard uh, getting into Park City. I-15, you County, no trouble as far as your pace uh, northbound and southbound. Lagoon is hiring for ride maintenance technicians with a passion for mechanics. Lagoon offers mechanics training and amazing career opportunities. Positions are full-time and year-round. Apply at lagoonpark.com backslash jobs. Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center.
0: KSL hourly forecasts temperatures in the mid-40s as you head out the door with some cloudy skies to start. Pushing into the mid-morning, showers return and they'll go off and on throughout the day. Highs will top out around 50 degrees. There is a chance to see some wet roads as you drive home from work. From the KSL Weather Center, I'm Matt Johnson right now, downtown,
2: let's see where we are, 45 degrees. Coming up in a moment, we'll check on the condition of a Senate minority leader, Mitch McConnell, who went into the hospital after a fall over the weekend. That's just ahead. The University of Utah is getting $100 million to relocate the military reserve. Lawmakers gave the university this money to move the reserve away from historic Fort Douglas. The center will be moved to Camp Williams to free up land for projects like student housing. If you're traveling through the Salt Lake International Airport, there is some brand new security tech at the TSA check in. KSL News Radio's Dale Spalding has the story.
0: Get to the airport, check in bags, wait in line, get to the security desk. Oh, wait, where's your ticket? Where's your ID? The TSA's newest tech makes sure all you need is your phone. TSA spokesperson Lori Denker says their new CAT 2 unit takes a picture of the traveler to verify their ID. And with digital ID options now available in Utah, all you need to do is scan your phone.
2: You approach the CAT 2 unit, you place your phone under the reader. That's all that you do. It pulls up the information
6: off your driver's license, the tablet takes your picture, and once that match is made, you're going to be waved in.
0: Denker says this way, you don't need to worry about exchanging documents or losing tickets again. Dale Spalding, KSL News Radio.
2: Morning will come an hour earlier on Sunday, so how do you avoid that dreaded daylight saving hangover after the clock springs forward? Experts say it's good to get some light first thing in the morning and try not to sleep in an extra hour on Sunday. There are actually
5: higher numbers of fatal car accidents, heart attacks and strokes, greater rates of suicidal thoughts and depression symptoms, and even emergency room visits.
2: Psychologist Dr. Jade Wu at Duke University says the time change may be simple, but it does cause a lot of problems for many people. The Heat is on in Hollywood, just two days away from this year's Academy Awards. The Heat is also on for those of us still trying to watch all those Oscar nominated films. Don't think you can watch all 10 best picture noms before Sunday? Well, buckle up. Top Gun Maverick is available now on
6: Amazon and on Paramount+. But if you're looking for something more grounded, Women
2: Talking is about a group of Mennonite women deciding if they should leave their secluded colony. It's only 104 minutes long, the shortest nominee this year, and it's available on Amazon or YouTube. From Mennonites to the Mega Wealthy on a Mega Yacht.
6: Triangle of Sadness is streaming now on Hulu. And All Quiet on the Western
1: Front is streaming on Netflix.
2: ABC's Will Gans reporting. Trending this hour on the 7 o'clock report.
1: Bees
2: are getting jiggy with it, and scientists are studying their moves. Bees tell each other how to find pollen by moving their bodies. (laughs) Researchers call it waggle dancing. Young bees perfect the behavior by touching their antenna to older bees who are dancing? Bee's getting jiggy with it. All right. The social media app that Americans are ready to get rid of the most. If I asked you that, which app are you ready to get rid of the most? Well, most Americans say it's Instagram. More than 900,000 people Googled how to delete Instagram over the span of six months. KSL Newstime, 715. The three things you need to know this hour. First,
3: an investigation will continue this morning into a house explosion that left one dead and two critically injured. KSL News Radio's Hugo Ricard Bell.
2: Second, some members of the State Board of Education are not happy about how many education related bills were passed this session. Third, traffic and weather together.
4: Drivers on the freeway right now enjoying uh, great speeds into and out of Salt Lake City this morning despite windy conditions. There is a stretch, though, of Highway 40 that's just gotten a lot worse, though, near the turnoff to Kearns Boulevard in Park City as you head south towards uh, Jordan i I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center.
0: Valley rain and mountain snow today. A break tomorrow, then back at it through the 7-day. I'm Matt Johnson. Let's see what our current temperature
2: is. It is windy out there this morning and 45 degrees. Time for KSL's top national stories.
1: From ABC News, I'm Derek Dennis. The U.S. Labor Department out with its February jobs report, and it beat analysts'
4: expectations. The Dow Jones surveyed economists for their predictions on February job creation and came back with 225,000. The actual number is nearly 100,000 more than that at 311,000 positions last month, with notable gains in leisure and hospitality,
1: retail and health care. The unemployment rate for February did tick up to 3.6%. ABC's Jim Ryan, another big name expected to jump into the 2024 presidential race to take on former President Trump and others for the Republican nomination. Sources tell ABC News Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has been telling friends he will run. Meantime, Trump is in legal limbo. A grand jury inviting the former president to testify in a case against him.
5: The grand jury is investigating Trump's role in the alleged hush money payment to Stormy Daniels before the 2016 presidential election. In New York, potential targets of investigations must be given the chance to testify, a strong indication that an indictment could soon follow. In a lengthy statement, Trump denied having an affair with Daniels and called the case a political witch hunt.
1: ABC's Lindsey Watts, another political figure facing trouble, New York Congressman George Santos, who was admitted to lying about his resume and background to get elected now has a new allegation against him in a sworn statement to the fbi justice department and secret service that roommate gustavo roberto trelha says that santos trained him on how to skim credit cards installing devices on atms to capture a cardholder's pin and use that data to steal from victims accounts The statement obtained by Politico says Santos provided the equipment, and they then split the profits 50-50. ABC's Rachel Scott. Overnight, Santos called the allegations categorically false. In Hamburg, Germany, seven people killed, including an unborn child, and a shooting at a Jehovah's Witness hall last night. Police say the gunman took his own life at the scene. You're listening to ABC News.
2: Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell remains hospitalized this morning following a fall at a dinner earlier this week. Details on his recovery from ABC's John Carl.
7: Senator McConnell remains at that Washington hospital this morning undergoing treatment and recovery for his fall Wednesday. In a written statement, his office said that he suffered a concussion and that, quote, he is expected to remain in the hospital for a few days of observation and treatment. The leader is great To the medical professionals for their care and for his colleagues for their warm wishes. In a briefing to Republican senators late yesterday, McConnell's chief of staff said that the senator is alert, he is talking, and he's expected to make a full recovery. At 81 years old, McConnell is the fourth oldest senator. Uh, Back in 2019, he suffered another fall broke his shoulder back then and spent several weeks working from home. Among those wishing McConnell well is... uh president biden president biden said that he spoke to his family and that quote i think he's going to be all right
2: we'll continue to follow his condition and give you updates i think there are three senators now who are out with some kind of a medical uh, condition or procedures which may affect the scheduling of votes we'll stay on top of it for you here at ksl 719 traffic and weather together every 10 minutes on the nines brought to you by granite credit union andy
4: Right now, Amanda, traffic through Salt Lake County continues to look great on a Friday morning. The wind has dried out a lot of the road conditions that were wet early this morning. Uh, Those of you traveling along Bangor shouldn't see any extra delay coming up towards the 201 freeway. Uh, You will see some on the 201 freeway, just about, about around 8400 west. Haven't really seen the delay creep in yet on 201 between Mountain View and 215. Uh, down on the south end of the valley, uh, even 9800 South Bangor, where we sometimes see delay, looks good for now. Heather,
6: still no slowdown. southbound I-15 through Weber or Davis County, even though traffic is filling in and getting pretty thick in some areas. Where we're seeing a lot of the delay is mostly around Clearfield High School on SR 193 and 1000 East. That's the worst of it, but you do have a bit of congestion over in Layton near Northridge High School as well. US 89 and Legacy Parkway are moving at speed with dry roads Eric Usual slowdowns getting into Park City from U.S. 40. That's westbound on Currents Boulevard, SR 248 But you also have southbound slowing on U.S. 40 going by that particular exit and heading down towards the north end of Jordan L. Reservoir. So that's a little bit of an iffy spot as far as the road conditions are concerned. I-80 through Parleys Canyon, much better than the way we started. And right now, uh, you've got a decent movement from the mouth of the canyon all the way out to Kimball Junction. And if you're down Utah County, I-15, northbound and southbound, you're at a normal pace. Wake up with a sore back. Upgrade your mattress today at Durden's New Sleep Center. Durden's Mattresses on 5th South and Bountiful. Durden's brand you know at prices you'll love. I'm Eric Butler in the KSL Traffic Center.
0: KSL 70 forecast. We've got rain in the valley for today. High of 50 degrees. Partly cloudy tomorrow. High of 49. 50 on your Sunday with a slight chance for showers. Partly cloudy and dry on Monday, 52 back at it with another warm storm with valley rain and mountain snow for wind tuesday into wednesday from the ksl weather center
2: i'm matt johnson so windy this morning in provo it's 40 degrees 42 in ogden downtown it's cloudy and windy and 45 degrees and the seven day forecast brought to you by performance automotive bountiful two years ago americans watched in horror as a crisis
1: unfolded at the kabul airport <laughs> there's desperation
2: and anguish